0: And we're here on the K M Podcast's Game Preview. Ken Brown from WGI Radio. Michael here at DetroitLions.com. Playoff edition. Hello, Mike. Hey, you sound like you're wired for this. I'm ready now. You know, I, I, all week I was kind of dreading this, you know, because of the matchup. I, I feel, and I was right about that, that the matchup has stolen the thunder of the Lions' first playoff game in 30 years. And it's become a Stafford golf thing, and I, I, I knew that was going to happen. So I weathered the first days of the storm, and blah, blah, blah. But as the week progressed, and all the national pundits are just downgrading Detroit, and picking out the Rams, it just got me more fired up and fired up. Like Detroit is, a, you know, a 9-8 and eight team that snuck into the playoffs as the last wild card instead of the Rams being the one that got into the playoffs as damn near the last wild card, Detroit went in 12. So that kind of got me fired up. And just when I woke up today and, you know, you go on get up on ESPN or you go on the NFL Network or whatever, they're only talking playoff teams and playoffs, and your team is one of them. That gets you fired up.
1: No, I' agree with that you know I didn't get I didn't take it quite the same way you did it's, it's first of all it's it's unavoidable it's, it's a natural storyline for anybody especially the guys from out of town but it didn't really bother me you know it's it's it'll it'll settle itself out one way or the other and it'll settle it out the best way you can and that's on the, on the on the playing field Sunday night
0: right and for those that didn't know I'm uh, on the Mitch album show today we have Matthew Stafford on he'll be we'll be rerunning we will be rerunning that interview at 410 the day. So if you didn't hear it yesterday, tune in and Matt Stafford or Matthew Stafford will give some um, insights into this week's game and what it means from his side of the of the coin. So
1: Well, but, without without having heard the first one, and I hope I hear the second, the, the replay, I would imagine he's
0: pretty low-key. Oh, yeah. You know, one thing about Matthew Stafford in the 12 years, like I said, I – known him for that long and you know I'm more than just so I've known him I've known him I'm not saying we go to breakfast together but I've known him he never gives an unthoughtful answer you never he's never in 12 years have you ever got him has he ever got caught saying something that he had to backtrack no he's very thoughtful what he gives his presentation and he's guarded to a point but also you know he gives you enough so that expect that if you hear the interview because
1: well, yeah, you know, Kenny, one of those examples of that, and I'm sure you'll, I think you'll agree with me, is what it was, was his last season here in Detroit near the end of the season. He'd taken a real beating, and someone asked him the question, why do you still play on Sunday when there's nothing to play for? And his answer was, in part, I'm the Detroit Lions quarterback. We play on Sunday. And he went on to explain it a little bit, just in, you know, modern moderated tones, this is my job, you know, dot, 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 and that was it.
0: That was typical of him to me. Yeah, I agree. Now before we get to the, the the actual game itself, and you know, people most people, you know, don't want to get in the X and O's of the game, so I I don't want to do that today. You can go to your favorite station for that. But there are some key <laughs> matchups and we'll get to that later. But one sure. thing I do want to ask you and you being the uh dean of this football thing in Detroit. When takes care of itself. But if they lose does it mute the season? Does it make the season a little worse than it was? Does it um, set you up for not having the greatest next year? I mean, I I, I just want to know what a playoff loss will mean in the eyes of the team, not the media, not the fans, or whatever. But just in the eyes of the team, if they go in there and they lose, and say it's I don't want to say a blowout, but just say they lose, we'll just say they lose. Just lose. Just lose. If,
1: if well, I think it depends on 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 the game itself. If it's you know, 28, 27, just a good tough ball game, and you lose. Okay, you you got beat. Okay, and now if it's a fumble at the one yard line, at the, you know, with a five seconds to go, that's another issue. But if it's just a good, solid football game, and you lose, I think they'll look back and say, okay, look, we won 12 games, we had a good season, we have more to do. And and I don't think they'd look beyond that. Now, would they rather win? Absolutely. And they're not going to be just cavalier about it and say, well, it doesn't matter. We'll get back. Because you know what? You never know when you're going to get back. You
0: never know if you're you going to You never know. Back. Because in 91, and you can say this yourself, you remember, after yep. that 92 playoff game, everybody thought that was going to propel them from this point on. Not tonight. Well, they lost to Washington, but still. After that year... They thought that the next year was going to be the bright lights, and they were going to compete for the Super Bowl. And what did they win five games the next year, or six games yeah, the next six, year,
1: five or six games. Yeah, yeah. well, they had all the, all know, all the, the deaths
0: and injuries and everything. Yeah. yeah, so you never know, like you said. But I got a feeling, and this I've had this feeling the whole year, and so far I've been proven right on it. That this thing has been building, 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 and they're going to go out. I'm they're not winning a Super Bowl. I hate to tell you, I don't think so. At least. But they're going to make some noise in these playoffs, and, I, and even if they lose, when it's going to scare the hell out of the team that they lose to. I just this team is. I, I, I just that's what I see, him I just see them. Win, well, we'll get to the prediction on the game, but I just see that Campbell's got the program right where he wants. And unless, like you say, something catastrophe happens or something outside of any what anybody can think happens, this is the springboard. That's the way I see it.
1: Well, just go back, uh, go back six days to what happened. Or I'm sorry, thirteen days to what happened uh, in uh, Dallas. The better team did not win the game.
0: No, not at all.
1: I thought, everybody knows the Detroit Lions came away from that game more winners than losers, even though they were losers on the scoreboard. But, but, but so so there's a different ways of looking at it, and it depends. It depends on what happens.
0: Yeah, and and you know I'm gonna tell you why I think this team is different. That first Minnesota game, they were going to clinch the title. Older Lion teams of the years that passed the Mullins through when they got picked off by Melifano, it would have got through. The guy gets the touchdown, you lose the game because you missed an extra point. That was the old days. This team, you make the play. You don't drop the interception. You make the play. Game over. Dallas game. Old days. That loss would have lasted you three weeks. So you'd have been moping about it for three weeks. Lost the next game after to an inferior opponent. What they do? Came back and won by T in the next opponent. That's why right. I, his team is different to me. And I, I'm Dan Campbell, you got to give him credit for that, by making these guys throw the past away and moving on to the next thing and not dwelling. And I think he's been no, like that all year. This team has not lost two games in a row. Has not lost two games in a
1: row, absolutely. So. And, and, it, and it's won more than two in a row many, many times. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, this, is, this has been a, a good, uh, well-focused team. And uh, this, is, this is not a team that has taken any of the – History of the franchise and carried it on its back for you know 365 days and get worn down trying to explain why we're different, we're different, we're different. They just played football. Yeah, that's what they're here for. Exactly. Let's play.
0: Now everybody says oh, we can get to the game now and get the prediction, but everybody says that the Rams team is built to beat the Lions. But I'm giving you the other way around. I think the Lions team is the team that's built to beat the Rams. They're not good against the run. Their defense is just okay, and 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 you're playing at home. And you got a player at home that wants to get back at his ex-coach. And I'm not talking about Stafford to the Lions. I'm talking about golf to McVay. <laughs> so I think all, the, the, all of the and, – and you remember that Silverdome um, playoff game against Dallas the crowd, the frenzy that day after a long playoff wait to get a home game. It's going to be double at this one because it's going to be louder and it's in a smaller venue than the Silver Dome and it's intermittent. And that's, that crowd's going to be crazy. And well, you can't uh, tell me that day in 92, that crowd didn't have an effect on that game.
1: No, absolutely. You know, and of even the players, you know, they t- take a lot of the stuff pretty much in stride, but they are even talking about how to, how to cheer Sunday. I think it was Alex Anzalone. Alex Anzalone,
0: Monday's 4.30. 30 i show. Yeah, he
1: does. Yeah, and what he said is, don't don't wait, make noise when they're in the huddle. Right,
0: they can't hear you. Exactly. I never heard that before. Too. I'm surprised in all the football I heard, nobody's I ever said that. I never thought of it either. But leave it to the guys, leave it to Thor to come up with that. Yeah. There's another
1: thing too. I never even never even considered the fact. i made any deal about it, but just the way the stadium is built, you know, it's built underground, just about you know, and so it really changes the the, the noise yeah. that that they, that they generate. So. Yep. Yeah, here we are 22
0: years later, and I'm learning things about Ford Field that yep. I didn't know. Yep. And also, home teams favor your defense. You know, if if the teams were equal defensively ranked, the home team's defense is always going to have an advantage because of the noise count, of the, you know, you able to get that jump on the right. offensive line. So that's why another reason why I'm saying the Lions defense is going to play better than even their rankings because it's a home game. I, I haven't done it yet, but I bet if we go over to – the the defenses this year. I bet they they play way better at home than they played on the road, and they played decent right. on the road.
1: Yeah, you know it wouldn't surprise. You know, obviously, I don't I don't know because I haven't really thought about it that much. But I'll tell you one thing that, that that Dan Campbell's done done recently is if they win the if they win the toss, they want the ball. Did he say that? Score. He's done. He didn't say that today, but that's what he's done. I think the last two times right. they won the toss,
0: right? But they took
1: they took the ball.
0: i You well, know what, Mike? All these years, I've never understood that. I, if I win a t- the coin flow, I want the ball. I, don't, I understand the thinking behind it, but to me, right. I want the ball immediately. If I win something like you, if you win something at the fair and you leave it for the, for the next guy, that, that ain't winning. If I win the coin toss, I want the ball. That's my well, prize. I the, right. I also think the theory is that it, you can score. You can score and get the lead. Yeah. And if, you, if coming out of halftime means I don't get the ball, that's fine because I want that ball right away. And I want to put my dominance on you immediately. And that's what I think another thing about the Lions team is if you watch these games, they physically beat a team down over four quarters. I mean, if you watch them, man, when, they, when you start churning that ball out in the third and fourth quarter, a lot of those teams don't want that, man. They don't want that smoke. They do not want that smoke, man. And it's a game of four quarters, and it's a game of domination. And I think the Lions mentality is set up that way.
1: No, I, I agree with that, and also I think that the you, one of the things you hear about the Lions, <clears throat> excuse me, from other teams and other people from other cities, is that they play a physical brand the ball. Yep, and they make they make you work.
0: Yep, that's what it is. And uh, the last bit before we get to the prediction uh, of the game, um, Sam Laporta, as of time of this podcast, will be running around this afternoon. He looks better than yesterday, so he's trending upward toward playing, which. If from last Sunday to the day, if you'd have told me that, I'd have told you were a liar.
1: Well, I think he'll play. It, it looks it looks that way. They're being cautious with what they say, but given you know, like well, Dan Campbell, I give him credit for this. He tells you what's going on to a point, you know, and but he doesn't mislead anybody. But when he says that he's you know he's he's better this he's better than he was yesterday, and so on. I think he's sending a message that he's going to play. And and he had and, that smile
0: on his face today.
1: Yeah, and Sam Laporta said yesterday he's gonna he's gonna play with. We said he's gonna play with a with a with a brace. You know. brace yeah.
0: Well, well you know what? You know when like, I knew that he had a possibility of playing, and it wasn't today, It was yesterday when he talked in the locker room. You the injured players, right. you can't find them, man. You you can put a milk carton up with they picture on them. You can't find them in the locker room. But for him coming out, I said, okay, he must be feeling better.
1: Well, that whole dynamic of the locker room has changed in the last three years. It's yeah, but injured
0: players, even played. now, injured players, Mike, you—they don't come out. You know, pretty much, yeah, yeah, pretty much, they don't come out. But like I said, with him coming out and with and and looking the way he did and answering the questions the way he did, I could tell he's feeling better. Like I said, if he plays or not, I don't know. But I, if I put a percentage on it now, I'd say probably seventy-five, twenty-five. He plays.
1: Right, and I don't think he's going to do any damage to himself if he plays. I mean, no. If, if, Things start to tighten up on it, or whatever. Just step back.
0: And one of the crucial guys coming back to me is Brock Wright for your two tight end sets, and you know Mitchell. And, you need that little, those three together. And I think that's a that's going to be a factor because you guys were missing Brock Wright. Remember Brock Wright was when him and um uh, the Porter would do those two tight ends. That was a good good formations.
1: Well, I just remember last year the fifty five yard touchdown catch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a pretty good ball player.
0: All right, so this is it, Michael. Hare. time for your prediction. Lions-Rams, 9 o'clock Sunday night. Well, 8 o'clock Sunday night 8 at o'clock. Ford Field. Give me the prediction.
1: Here It is 8 o'clock, and you're asking me to work overtime.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: like the Lions in this game. I, it's, I sometimes refer to these games as a white-knuckle flight, and I think that's what this one is. But I think the Lions land safely, and this is in my DetroitLions.com column. Uh, I like the Detroit Lions, 33-27. to 27.
0: I'm going to go the Lions. 38, Los Angeles Rams 23, 38, 38, 23, 23. 38, 23, 15 point win. win And the fourth quarter will be a fun party atmosphere because they will have it already wrapped up about the middle of that quarter. And it's just (sighs) moving out the time to the next round. That is my prediction.
1: This is one time where I can honestly say I hope we're both right.
0: All right, and a little extra bonus just for those – and I know you're not ready for this. I'm just going to ask you. Give me one other playoff team you think – one of these games you think is a pretty much a sure wrap.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: And for those who don't know, Tampa's playing Philly. Buffalo is playing Pittsburgh. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs are playing Miami and Kansas City in the coldest game ever. And you got Dallas and Green Bay. Which one of those games – I don't think I'm missing any. Yeah, that's it. Uh, which one of those games – and Houston's playing – Um, Houston's playing – who is Houston playing? Oh, yeah, um, Cleveland. Houston's playing Cleveland. I like Dallas. I like Dallas
1: to beat Green Bay. Green Bay's kind of acting like they, they, they're just going to skate in. Right. they've got it
0: one already. No, you don't. You like that, huh? I'm going to give you my pick. Uh, I'm going to say Kansas City over Miami. Because them fish, man, when them people from Miami get off that plane and that wind start blowing mad and they got to get out of that field, except for Tyree Hill who played in it, they, they not, it's going to be an unjoyed. It'd be like, man, when you wear a turtleneck too tight and then you go to a movie theater and you pull it out of the collar. It's just going to be an untight game for the Dolphins, man. Well,
1: sounds good to me.
0: All right, that's Michael here at DetroitLines.com. Hopefully next Monday we'll be talking about the divisional round and get another name for this weekend. I don't like this wild, wild card weekend. Sounds hokey. Get another name for it. I don't like that. But division round, now that sounds good. So hopefully we'll be talking about that next Monday here on the k Podcast. Don't forget um, Matt Stafford replay four ten 10 today, Eastern Time on Friday. And uh, Michael Harris, com. check out his readings. All right, Michael. All right, Kenny.